what's ahead? How do you see things evolving? Um, you know, how much will things change uh, in your estimation in the next couple of years, if at all? Yeah, I think the best way to answer that question, Louise, is to go to the seven years or the 10 years and then work mm -hmm. backwards. I think what we're doing at the moment, we're in the, we're in the digital wild west and everyone's throwing anything at the wall, mm. hoping it will stick and they will make a quick book. You only got to look at what's coming into the market, how money's flowing into the, 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 the software niche and some great stuff out there some absolute amazing stuff and i really like looking at the com the competitive market i mean you know, i love tech i've always been into tech but to answer your question where are we as a shipping industry going and you know, i i was fortunate or misfortunate however you want to say it to see a number of changes in shipping while i was at sea not quite as um revolutionary as is digitalization when it does grip because i don't believe it's gripped yet but i certainly was there um writing and calculating a sextant and then the introduction of a gps where the captain yeah. we, we, the captain reminded me of my grandmother he used to put a cloth over the gps um because he didn't want the navigators to rely solely on gps and lose their skill no. of using this yeah the, the satellite uh, uh, the, the sextant so I watched that and, and how that transformed our navigational uh, efficiencies. Mm. Um, then obviously I was there working with Morse code to, to send and receive our messages. So you were, that's what some people say, why am I so brief and direct? Well, when you've got to send it in Morse code, you, you wonder why you're so direct sometimes. It was the text uh, language of its time. It, it, indeed it was, it just <laughs> took a long time. Um, and, th and then obviously uh, Telex and we enjoyed Telex. It made our life a little easier, but I was there when the internet or broadband or, or, streaming or whatever you want to call it barbed wire probably is a better description and how that revolutionized how we acted as captains how the office acted and and worked with the captains i'm not going to say it was positive at all you know it was just this new connection to the ship and i'm i'm expressing why that bit is so important to answer your 10-year question because as soon as we were connected via broadband, that was the day autonomous ships started. Right. That was the day. So, so when when was that? When was that day? Uh, How long were you talking? So I was I was I, I was made master at twenty seven. Uh, people say, oh, you did well. I was just right time, right place. Every captain in, in the company mm -hmm. wanted to be home for the year 2000, for the millennium. So everyone oh, yeah. was everyone was uh, jumping ashore and pulling in favours with the uh, crewing department. And uh, they all went ashore. So they, they elevated all of the chief officers to captain for one trip. And um, I was one of those guys. And we were we were given a stern talking to. Do not think that you're going to be captain forever. You're just doing one trip and that's it. Just don't crash the ship. So uh, I backed out of uh, Bremerhaven in thick fog, despite my uh, concerns. They said you wow. just told, you know. So you know anything they say in the training goes out the window. 
went down to South uh, South America, uh, crashed the ship, uh, fixed it, ran it aground, <clears throat> fixed it, had a fire, fixed it, and then had a shooting, couldn't fix it. Um, so I came back, limped back. Um, <sighs> that would have been six months uh, into 2000. And um, they said, yeah, right, great. So like dusted off the ship. I was quite pleased I'd actually got it back in one piece. Uh, cargo delivered on time. Uh, they didn't pay me a bonus, unfortunately. And they uh, said that that was my trip over just as I was about to leave. They said, oh, there's a captain gone ill on another ship in Bremerhaven. And then they flew me there and I joined that ship and went out. The reason why I'm saying that is I'd already extended past the contractual obligation of a temporary captain of six months and therefore uh -huh. if they demoted me they would have had to have paid me captain salary as per the contracts so it was cheaper to keep me as a captain unfortunately i've got to cut the scratches on the ship um but they actually saw that as a positive so they kept me as a master so <clears throat> to answer your question that would have been the introduction of broadband came in my second trip so it was late 2000 was the introduction of email amazing so yeah so 21 yeah, years ago I, 21 years ago and that was the day autonomous shipping started in my eyes what do mm. i think is going to happen in the next 10 years i think we're going to get to a quasi hybrid uh, unmanned manless whatever you want to call it personless ship whether it's autonomous, whether it's self-driving or not. I, I don't have sufficient brain capacity to work that out. But what I do know is from the day I joined my first ship in 1988, the ship owner's desire has always been to minimize his cost of human uh, skill on board. So economics tells me that as technology evolves, the human will leave the ship. Now, whether it's, I don't think that you can ask any single person to stay on the ship and go across the world so i think it's going to be quite dramatic i don't think it's going to be 20 down to 10 down to one i think it's just going to be manless or personless as they say and i think that technologically i'm not really thinking today's the day but i do believe that you'll have some sort of like autonomous caravels going across the ocean and then humans jumping on to bring it in or maybe not i mean they're already doing mm. uh driverless pilotage so so 10 years let's just look out and just say there's not humans on board so if you're building something now why are you building it for today when you know that fossil fuel propulsion is a potential problem and and, and, and will probably go quicker than autonomy but autonomy is the way we're going so there is your crystal ball. I mean, it's right in front of you. So that's the dream. That's where we should be. That's where Podium should be. It should be an operating system, a platform, a visualization, whatever it may be at that point in the supply chain. But it should be there to aid the autonomous ship. Now, we've still got to survive and the ship owner's still got to operate up until that date. So if you build your thought process towards that, then everything that you're building within Podium along the way, some of which will be superficial and will be lost as an application or a solution in the future. But it's a, it's a platform that we're building, a true platform, the true sense of the word platform. It's a word that's been overused and abused in the shipping industry recently. But it's a platform. And eventually, 
you will be able to watch your Formula One car, your ship on podium and see all the context of that voyage right in front of you. So if I wanted to be dreaming big, I don't even think it's a big dream. It's reality that that's where podium is going. But she's got baby steps. She's got to get there. And, and that's the that, that's where we are now. We've built the foundations. Now we've got to build the applications.